0: five songs or less, everybody. I'm back with Plush Lush. Woo! What's up, Plush Lush? Good morning. Good morning, my dear friend. I know, it's early. Well, kind of early. It's 9.15 on a Saturday. Yeah, this is the golden hour. We're, yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about dismemberment plan. Yeah. We were just talking about mm. breakfast. Mm. Uh, describe your your ideal breakfast for the for the podcast listeners. <laughs> yeah, we just
1: went over this briefly. Uh, really getting up really fucking early, like the ass crack of dawn. Um, mm-hmm. A cup of, a cup of coffee, black coffee, and uh, a spliff, a nicely rolled <laughs> cone of a spliff, and then maybe a piece of, maybe a piece of toast. See how I'm feeling. Yeah,
0: is <laughs> a toast before or after? the spliff
1: uh probably after post-spliff piece of toast a okay. little bit of butter okay maybe like uh back in the day like when i was a kid it would be like we would eat weird shit because we were from sri lanka i think i brought this up but uh mm-hmm. like like marmite vegemite oh on a piece yeah, of yeah, toast yeah. just like weird shit <laughs> that was like <laughs> my thing when i was a kid <laughs> oh yeah or
0: cream of wheat do you oh sure 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 cream yeah. of wheat's a classic cream of wheat's too. not bad classic yeah uh, do you still eat the Vegemite, Marmite?
1: You know what? I you still into that? Uh, I got a bottle from my mom last time she went to Sri Lanka for some reason. She just like brings back oh, the, really? random stuff and she's like, here, I got some, uh, I think it was Marmite, <laughs> which I don't really know yeah. the difference between the two. They're both just kind of terrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so I, I like, rubbed it on a piece of toast and uh, yeah, yeah. had my son try it and he was like, nah, hell nah. <laughs> <laughs> And that was about it. So it's been sitting in the cupboard for a while now, but, um, nobody yeah, wants it, yeah. wants to try the experience. It, like, yeah. I got you.
0: So what's up, man? It's been a while. I heard you moved.
1: Yes. Yes. I have moved. I'm in the, uh, suburbs now and it's, uh, it's <laughs> actually kind of nice. I like it. It's quiet and, uh, I'm just working a ton, getting a lot of work done. So, uh, it's going yeah. well and just spending a lot of time with the family, my kids, my wife, everything is good. Sweet. The dog, um, yeah, and just doing that life, man. Just working from home right now, so it's great. So I have the opportunity nice. to be able to nice. uh, orchestrate all this and get everything done. And long may it continue, although it doesn't seem like it will continue much longer. So here yeah. I am. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Sweet. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's good. Everything is good. And uh, really, I'm just trying to be like you, man, and get a little place. And that's like my whole goal. And, you know, just wor- yeah, working yeah. towards that. And uh, it's hard, obviously. If,
0: it's... It's tough, man. Are you thinking of buying out in Roseville as well?
1: You know, I would love to, but it's like, it's so like out of my reach right now, but that's why I'm just like working, working, working. I'm doing like three jobs right now. Um, No, no, no. It's good though. It's good. It's just like this time of year for me with my line of work. So I'm just pushing really hard and uh, yeah, man, hopefully, uh, yeah, it could be like you. We could do like a new podcast series where we do like really like DIY shit on your house because I am. (laughs) the worst i can't do anything i'm so not handy at Uh all i'm like write a poem at a drain you know what i mean that's all i can do like offer you know what i mean so yeah 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 i think we could do this pretty entertaining actually
0: oh yeah oh yeah it'll be a youtube series absolutely (laughs) uh i was out in roseville recently i went record shopping out there oh that's cool that's cool yeah i guess it was rockland technically because that's where audio nerd and oh place high high tone or something like that
1: ah yes you know what's funny is i i haven't been out to either of these spots and it's just been like on my list audio nerd especially they're like the best in town i hear
0: yeah they had a, a really good selection they had just gotten uh a huge like uh, jazz collection in, so they had a whole bunch of like real good like vintage jazz stuff. I of course just bought some stupid emo records, but um, <laughs> <I love> it. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. And then uh, the dude there was really nice, and the the two people at uh, High Tone were really friendly as well. And then we went to Lola's. Do you know this place? The Mexican Mm-mm. place.
1: No oh. little
0: restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I have no. I wasn't driving, so I have no idea what streets it was on. It was <laughs> right, really right. good though. Yeah. Nice. And it was a lot of fun. Those were good stores for sure. Nice. Um, I will
1: definitely check them out. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a big record store guy and I've just gotten more and more into it recently. Um, nice. Just like hunting vinyl and just yeah. enjoying it. Just enjoying vinyl, listening to it all the time. Like, I like mm-hmm. to put it on every morning, put a record on for the kids while they get ready for school and stuff. And uh, that's been a lot of fun. And I am I was in Midtown, obviously, so like I was going to all the shops out there and there's just mm-hmm. like... I don't know if we talked about on the pod, but there's just so many great shops uh, in Midtown as well. Just yeah. servicing the people with great vinyl. Um, yeah,
0: the last spot we went to was um, uh, was it Kicksville?
1: Mm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, with the vintage That's stuff too. Shop. Yeah, yeah. I no, yeah. really like that store. Um, I think it's one of my favorites. I mean, I, I love Phono. I love Kicksville. I haven't been, there's a new one that has like a, like a cafe or a coffee shop, like attached to it in Midtown. No, that's cool. I don't think I've been there either.
1: No, no, no. That sounds new to me. Um,
0: Um, But I'm uh, generally at
1: like, uh, uh, one of my favorite shops in SAC is uh, Leave Your Mark. I don't know if you've been there on J Street. Yeah, it's like they, uh, it's like kind of like a... um, It's like a hip hop shop kind of like they Mm -hmm. sell like a lot of graffiti stuff like uh, paint cans and and caps and stuff for uh, graffiti writers. But he also has like this really great selection of vinyl, uh, cassette tapes, CDs. um, And he always has a really, really great like dollar bin. um, Nice. Because I do a lot of sampling and I love just coming up for like a few bucks on a few records. And he's just amazing. This guy Lance. Shout out Lance, man, at Leave Your Mark. Because he he goes and gets huge collections too from Uh like estate sales and things like that. And I'm not trying to like bust out the community too hard, but like (laughs) a lot of dudes like go to him and get their records and then resell them in their shops and sack for more money. And I'm not going to (laughs) like bust out who, cause there's some shops that are great in sack that do that. But like, so all I'm saying is like, you can cut out the middleman and go see him. And like, if he's gone through an estate sale, like dig his collection, and like it's amazing. And he'll that's he'll it up. And he's all about like the scene and the music. And he's got a ton of old like Sacramento like fucking uh, black market record stuff. Like uh, whoa, Brother Lynch hung and uh, yeah, Mr. Yeah, Doctor yeah, and like uh, X rated all the, But like new <laughs> pressings, I don't mm. know like the politics of it because I know there's drama there. But like it's just cool. Like if you're like a Sacramento dude, you can go. Yeah, and get yeah, it. yeah. Like the Death Grips record and all this like Sacramento stuff and then yeah, get like a Michael Jackson record or something if you want to.
0: That's tight. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. What is it called Definitely. again? I'm going to.
1: Uh, it's called Leave right. Your Mark. It's right by the Target on J Street.
0: Oh, kind of where the beat was sort of?
1: Mm-hmm. It's like right there.
0: It's like on okay. that same block, okay. I believe. Yeah. Great shop. Uh, Great shop. Save that for my next record shopping adventure.
1: Yes. And hit me up. I'd love to tag yeah, along. Yeah. One. Yeah. Totally.
0: Um, I think we, because uh, it was me and uh, my friend Cody that that did that. Um, nice. And we had talked about doing it again, but not till uh, after the new year, because you know Christmas is coming up and all. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, I'm so. banned. I'm banned from spending it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're supposed off. to be saving up for a house know, too, man. Off. I'm cut off. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, w- what else has been going on? Anything? Anything super exciting? You've uh, you you gone go to any it? shows or anything yet?
1: Hmm. I have not gone to any shows as of late. Although I know, I take that back. I saw uh, my dear friend, Tim Williamson um, mm. from uh, Pressure Drop Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Did a, a solo acoustic thing over at the wonderful uh, Colony, or I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Cafe Colonial. Cafe. I'm sorry. Sure. Yes, at uh, the cafe. And uh, it was just lovely, man. Um, it was him and uh, Johnny Taylor, local comedian, opened up. Oh. Uh, played for, That's or cool. did like a little comedy set. And then Tim did uh, maybe like eight songs of solo material nice. and rebel radio stuff. And then, um, off with their heads, the the singer from off with their heads from yeah. Chicago, uh, did like an acoustic set with, I believe the drummer from that band. And then, um, another like troubadour type guy mm-hmm. from uh, Canada. And, uh, yeah, it was great, man. And I'm Sweet. not like super familiar with, uh, off with their heads uh neither am i really, so it was cool it was like it, it's like the evolution of like fat records bands that's what i like yeah considered yeah, yeah it as like a little more like grown up and stuff but mm. it was cool and he had a he did a good set and uh tim Sweetie. was amazing johnny was hilarious um, <laughs> and just being at the cafe was really cool because i just yeah. like forgot what the experience can be like there where it's so like inclusive and rad and everyone's mm-hmm. just like just stoked to be there nobody's like tough guying out or like yeah being cool or whatever everyone's just kind of there and it's just awesome and like uh refreshing for me as an old guy <laughs> uh, you know like <laughs> seeing yeah yeah like, yeah oh this is cool man
0: like the kids
1: are like i don't know they got it right you know that's how i feel when i'm there
0: totally Every time I go to that place, too, like, I don't go often enough, but I feel like it get, just gets better and better every time. I always, every time I talk about that place, I talk about how good the sound is. And at each time, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. it's just getting, like, we played there in August, uh, and we hadn't played there, mm-hmm. obviously, since, like, pandemic and and all that. So it had been a couple years, uh, and plus we were mostly playing at Blue Lamp before, because that's where the metal shows were, but we played there and holy shit, man, their sound has improved so oh, yeah. much, so much. Mm-hmm. It was it really sounds like you're playing awesome.
1: It, it sounds like you're at Harlow's or something. Honestly, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It just, the room sounds great. I don't even know mm-hmm. if they've like treated the room, but the room sounds rad. And then, um, yeah, whoever's running sound is just crushing it. Cause yeah. Yeah. Every band sounded amazing. Uh, it's exciting and it's, it's cool to see. And obviously, uh, uh, um, Gabby and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just a, it's just a cool cool spot and cool people and shout out Yeah, to them.
0: yeah. I hope they can continue going. I Yeah, absolutely. I really do. Um we shall see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit's tough. Especially with I don't I don't know exactly who it is. I maybe I shouldn't name names. Uh but mm. the people that are keep buying up venues, like they bought Old Eye, they bought uh Starlight and turned it into Holy Diver and now that's gone and They bought Press Club, and it's fucking annoying. It makes me mad. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, and Goldfield too. Um, I mean, they didn't buy Goldfield, but they own Goldfield, and I just don't. uh, I don't know why I'm fucking talking about this. (laughs) (laughs) You're good. good. (laughs) I don't think the those folks uh, support local musicians enough. It's hard for locals to play there. The, they're notorious for their pay-to-play shit, which I will just not play. Um, yes, Absolutely. and plus they've on multiple occasions booked uh, very, very problematic people and been like, "Oh, I didn't know. I didn't realize that this person was at the January sixth uh, insurrection." Mm. Whoops!
1: Mm. When it it Speak took like two
0: it. seconds to Google.
1: <laughs> right. Right. You know. Of course. And everything uh, is, everything is calculated in this day and age. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what you're doing, you know? Yeah.
0: So anyway, let's talk about TV. What have you been watching? You've oh, obviously, yes. uh, let's. you were excited for, uh, Rings of Power.
1: Oh my God. Okay. So I had a moment where like, I, there was three things I think coming up and I think I mentioned it. Yeah. I was like, Rings of Power. Mm-hmm. Uh Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. Yes. I guess that's what we're calling it. And then the Arsenal show, All or Nothing, mm-hmm. which like I kind of explained. And that was amazing. That was like eight episodes, the Arsenal thing. It was incredible and it like fulfilled me. Was
0: that was that the thing with Ryan Reynolds or something like that? Or no. That that's like a or... different
1: thing. That oh, okay. he okay. that's like a whole different thing on FX, um which I haven't okay. watched yet, but everyone's been telling me to watch it. No, this is like a sports documentary kind of about yeah, the yeah, team yeah. I love. And so okay. For anyone else, it was like whatever. Like even my wife, she liked it. She kind of like was interested, <laughs> but uh, just because I like it so much. Yeah. But uh, that was it. Was rad though for me. And then um, it was straight up like Friday nights, Rings of Power, Sunday Ooh. nights, uh, House of the Dragon, and I was just like so fulfilled. My whole my nerd <laughs> heart was just like beaming, and it's like two worlds that kind of like. One is influenced by the other. Yep, yep. And there's definitely like stuff that brings it all together, obviously. But really different shows. You know, one's mm-hmm. more like a
0: family thing, kind of. Although Lord yeah. of the
1: Rings was quite dark. I don't know. It if was dark at
0: it, but... times. We've watched, I think, f- five, four or five episodes.
1: Okay. So you're like halfway through. Yeah, like yeah, four, yeah. If you're four We the... keep.
0: It's, it's weird because like. Uh, House of the Dragon episodes are probably just as long as Rings of Power mm-hmm. episodes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but for some reason every time we watch a Rings of Power episode, we're just like oh, that was really long okay, we're oh, we're gonna yeah. go watch something else for now or whatever, so mm-hmm. we keep mm-hmm. we keep just like taking our time with it. It's an experience a bit, and it like
1: totally... look, you know me, I'm kind of a critic and a little bit of, not a cynic, but like Rings of Power lost me a few times and you're oh, about four okay. episodes in. You're in part. parts that got a little murky for me as mm-hmm, far as the world mm-hmm. building and everything going on. And just like the quality of the writing, acting, and uh, direction, I suppose, with some of like the B plots, like the minorians <laughs> and stuff. And I'm like, dude.
0: Like- <laughs> stuff? <Ugh>. Honestly, <laughs> like, my... F- some my, of the worst acting ever. My like. favorite storyline is the... Um, that they're not called hobbits, but the Harfoots Harfoots. Yes, yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes. That's my favorite storyline. I, I like saying. it too. Yes, yes. That's a
1: great storyline. And that's like very like, I guess that's the Lord of the Rings Hobbit that we know, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, that kind of tale. No. And I, I just, think there's a lot going on. And mm-hmm. so uh, they're trying to kind of like fit it all in. And, um, there's some big twists coming up that are cool towards the very end of the season that I won't like say anything, of course, but like, yeah, it's, it's a rewarding and valuable like viewing experience by the end as a whole, I think. Mm -hmm. But during, yeah, there was moments where I was like, um, you're losing me, man. (laughs) Yeah. I I need, uh, I need a little bit more. And, uh, house of the dragon, I think comes closer to like fulfilling, that itch for me of like Mm -hmm. it being a little more like fleshed out and like adult. And, um, and, and I've really enjoyed that one. I mean that it's a cool contrast. The two of them. Yeah. Have you been watching
0: both? Yeah. 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 We, uh, nice. My wife is borderline obsessed with house of the dragon, like game Mm. of Thrones in general. Like she listens to multiple podcasts and will just talk to me like this stuff is real life. Sometimes <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I smell a podcast here. With that <laughs> uh, and uh, so yeah, the, the Sunday nights we're we're not not watching it. You know what I mean? Of course. So yeah, course, yeah. fully yeah. caught up on that. We both liked it. We have some criticisms, um, mm. Mm. but at the end, especially those last couple episodes, those last two episodes. Yeah. Oh, Holy shit, and if, I'm sorry, if you're not on Rhaenyra's side, we're gonna stop recording right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: i like, what's wrong with you?
0: Yeah, no, I'm blacks all the way, all blacks the way. all the shit. way. Absolutely. Fuck those greens.
1: Um, dude, the worst, and like, it's rad for me because I, um, like your wife, I am a big nerd about it. I've read all mm. the books as far as like the, uh, uh, like Song of Ice and Fire, like the yeah, ones yeah, the yeah. original shows are based of, I've read mm-hmm. all those. I have not read uh, this new book that this is based off of mm-hmm. the, uh, like, hi- history of the Targaryens or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of in the dark about it. And I mm-hmm. actually, like, really, I like that a lot. Like, I don't yeah. I, I don't even read articles. I don't want to know what happened. Because, like, everyone knows what happens. Yeah, it's a yeah, book yeah. Or whatever. And I just, like, I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't really want to know because I'm enjoying this ride. And mm-hmm. I kind of always knew in Game of Thrones besides, like, at the end or whatever what was coming and um, that's kind of fun too, but I don't know. Like I I actually prefer to not know because it just makes it way more fun for me. With that said, I just read an article and they were like, yo the new house of the dragon comes out in like fucking 2025 or something yeah it's gonna be at least 2024 at least (laughs) so i was like okay now i'm I'm gonna read the book i can't wait i can't wait that long (laughs) like i'm gonna spoil it anyways
0: the thing that's cool about the book um i haven't read it but my wife has is that it's it's basically like a history book like a textbook almost Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. it's written right. from from different like three or four different perspectives. There's like a maester or two. Mm. There, okay. there's like a, a jester, like this jester named Mushroom, I believe. Um, Sick and kind
1: of office rocker, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> unreliable the narrator.
0: <laughs> They're all unreliable narrators because a lot of this right. stuff is third hand. So some sure. of the stuff in the show, my wife was like, "Oh, so that's what really happened." Like that's kind of uh, what's cool about the show is it's showing what really happened you know versus like that the speculation of what happened versus the 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 reality yeah
1: right the legend and the lore of like Mm -hmm. the events because this is like throughout the uh, song of ice and fire like this is the fucking event that like Mm -hmm. like sets the tone of everything that happens and like through the show they might address it a few times but in the books they like really get into it. Even in mm-hmm. this last, like the last book is called The Dance with Dragons, basically. Mm-hmm. And like, so there's a storyline where like, they're just fucking like telling it, this dude, who I won't say it is, but like they're telling him the whole history thing. Mm-hmm. And there's like a hundred pages where they say this. And of course, I've forgotten all of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cause yeah. Because there's yeah, so yeah, much yeah. in those books. <laughs> uh, but uh, I was like, oh, this is cool. It's all tied in. Mm-hmm. Um, you're totally right about like, what really happened. And like, from my perspective, like right off the bat, the most important thing about this show is, and you can just see it, um, is like George is super involved. Yes. And so like if George is super involved, then it's going to be good in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And like the writing's going to be better. The dialogue is yeah. going to be fire. Like all the machinations of like the political maneuverings and shit is going to be super fucking fire. Mm-hmm. And like, the other dudes who made Game of Thrones, like, they couldn't do it, you know? Yeah, no, they couldn't. But this, they couldn't, yeah. And uh, this I'd, new guy, though, the new lackey guy, he seems like, whatever you want, like, we'll do it, George, you
0: know? And I think he's gone, though. Um, Miguel Sapochnik, I think his last name mm-hmm. is. I can't, mm-hmm. can't remember. He's done, though. He's, uh, he, tr- yeah he turned in he stepped his away. Uh, ID card or whatever. Uh no, I meant the other guy,
1: the uh oh. Ryan Condal or whatever. He's oh, like oh, the, oh, the sorry. Yes. Creator guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like I think now it's just like him and George now. Now that yeah, Miguel, what's his face is gone cuz he came from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. He was like a director on big Game of Thrones episodes. Yeah, he
0: did the the mm-hmm. long night the episode you couldn't see. Ah. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, great one too. Uh
1: Yeah, yeah um no oh, man, but I'm I'm loving it. I think it's yeah. great. I'm ready for the new stuff. I'm ready for Hell the yeah. book. Hell yeah. I'm ready for our podcast that we're gonna <laughs> do about it.
0: Oh yes, that would be sweet. Amanda would, I would just like turn the mic toward her and be like, "Okay, you can go. I'll I'll intro and outro."
1: <laughs> yeah, and it'd be cool because we have like different perspectives, like yeah. all of us. Yeah. Like, what level of like fandom are we at with it? How much yeah. have you read? What do you know is coming? And like. Cause they, I also listen to like the Game of Thrones like podcast on HBO, uh-huh. and uh, it's like cool because I, I like the content, but like the fucking host is so annoying. I'm like, which hold, on, hold 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 on, which one? <laughs> uh, Isn't it like Jason Concepcion? Jason
0: Concepcion is that not dude. annoying. I love I him so stand, much. Is he?
1: I can't stand him. I can't fucking stand him. I can't. I can't do him. He starts talking and laughing. He starts laughing. Oh, laugh. He's laughing. When someone has a laugh I hate. I can't. I just cannot. And like <laughs> I if don't it's know. on a
0: podcast. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if um, Amanda would sit down with you at this ooh,
1: point. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, okay. All right. All right. The 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 gal is better. I can stand her. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. the gal on the House <laughs> of Dragon podcast. Uh, yeah, but I just I don't he's been doing so he does a lot of stuff. Oh, He does oh, yeah, yeah. sports stuff too, right? With the Ringer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just have this thing with the ringer. Like, I feel like they have the worst podcast hosts of all time. Uh, most of them, some of uh-huh. them are cool, but, uh, he's one of my, and it's nothing against him. He's super yeah, smart. Sure, sure, he's, sure, like read all the books and he like yeah. knows everything, which probably adds to my frustration with him just being <laughs> too smart. Yeah. yeah and, like yeah. too like all knowing omnipotent about this universe. Cause I, I have this thing with like the book readers that get too fucking precious about it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Where I'm like, stop, just stop, dude. This isn't your world. Mm-hmm. This isn't like everyone's into. Uh, my daughter's gonna get so mad, but everyone's into uh what is the thing world uh, where you write your own thing, fanfic. Oh, fanfiction, okay. yeah, fanfic, fanfiction. So everything in this world is just fanfiction now, and like I can do it better.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which 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 irritates me. I don't like. <laughs> this just, you hear it all the time in the Star Wars world. It's like that's not my oh, Luke Skywalker.
1: Don't get me <sighs> started. I can't do the Star Wars world anymore. Yeah. I've tapped out. I can't do it. I don't do it anymore.
0: I, I don't just even I just ignore myself. all that shit. Like I will watch to. the content that they put out. Although we haven't watched Andor yet, but I've heard it's superb. I heard it's good. But yeah. like Mandalorian, I loved. And I just mm, can't, yes. I if I'm on Twitter or TikTok or whatever, and somebody is starts talking about uh, this is not the version of Luke, I'll just scroll right past. Although I did. I did see a TikTok the other day and it was this woman talking about, uh, here's my problem with the last Jedi. And she starts talking about, um, why would, uh, this light side Jedi, who's the best Jedi ever just, uh, the Padawan would come to them and they would reject them and say, no, we're not going to do this. And, and, uh, mm. reject the light side and all that stuff. And she's like, Oh wait, did I say last Jedi? I meant empire strikes back. <laughs>
1: Because the exact same thing, Yoda did the exact same shit.
0: Exactly,
1: that's very true. It's part of the process, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But, but anyway, yeah. Fucking Star Wars. Oh Um, yeah,
1: I digress. I can't get too involved in that conversation. I'm going to get mad, (laughs) Um, and then I'm going to feel like fuck you guys. You guys
0: taking the thing from my childhood away from me, and I get mad. (laughs) I I know you don't like Jason Concepcion. But he <laughs> and Mallory Rubin, uh, both mm. when they were both working at The Ringer, uh, Mallory I believe still works at The Ringer, had a podcast called Binge Mode, and that's how we first found uh, found out about them because they did um, they came off of doing uh, After the Thrones, uh, was it After the Thrones or Talk, yes. yes. whatever it was. Um, yeah, Talking they were doing that. It, sure. Yeah, Talk the Thrones or something like that. <laughs> yeah, whatever it was, it was an after show thing. And then they mm-hmm. started doing these deep dives uh, after every episode. And then when the, when mm. game of Thrones was over or like in between seasons, they did a super deep into star Wars and super ah. deep into Harry Potter as well. Oh, nice, nice. We just, uh, my wife and I just fell in love with uh, those two. Um, okay. All right. I'll give it a shot. Cause, Cause they're, that. they're so funny together. And Jason has like all these impersonations, like, him doing his George R. R. Martin impersonation, like reading the the, <laughs> he'll read like sexy passages from Game of Thrones I as George R. R. Martin. It's so fucking that's funny. Amazing. And like that's amazing. The Harry Potter stuff is great too. Uh, it's it's hard for oh, me you to guys like, are big big into that. We're big into Harry Potter, although it's it's hard for me now because of the um, she sucks because yeah. she fucking sucks. Yeah. But we still love them. Uh, we still love the books sure, and the movies. Yeah. Um, Absolutely, the kids really like them. It's just uh, yeah, and that's huge. That's a big part of
1: it. We don't want to give her any money. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. That's really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, side note: What are your kids being for Halloween?
0: Oh, Han is going to be Link from yes. Zelda which um, one like which link? he insists on breath of the wild link yes of course it's With the only the one he's, no it's not the, the only yeah. one he's played but um because we were at my parents house and my my sister was in town and she's like Ooh. oh i we still have a bunch of old costumes from when we were kids and so she yeah, pulled yeah, them yeah. out and there was like this green tunic that uh, i don't know what my sister yes. was a long time ago but Ooh. i was like oh my god that's perfect that's link and Han yes. puts it on, and he's like, but Link wears blue. Mm. Like, well, I started low. doing yeah. that like, well, <laughs> canonically, that yeah. in the original Link. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I turned into one of those assholes. Uh, this is <laughs> Elf Link. This is the original ring. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, I was at Target, and they had a, a, a Breath of the Wild Link costume, so it's blue. Yes. And blue so, with the Triforce. Yeah, and yeah. So its we got glory that. With the And we got sword. him a bow and arrow. <laughs> ah, yes. Um, I love it. Love it. Uh but yeah, so he's doing that. And then Lhasa is is gonna be a ghost. We got I love her, that. That's awesome. Yeah, like pretty basic costume, but she picked out one that's really spooky with like these sharp Ooh, yes. looking teeth. And it's got like red LED eyes. Oh, that's um, rad! Sounds amazing. And she really wants claw hands too. So we're it's we're super scary. Yeah, like full scary mode. It full scary. The shit out of all these kids. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm.
1: it. That's amazing.
0: What about uh what about your
1: kids? Yeah, so we went to this thing last night at my son's school. It was uh, called Trunk or Treat, where like oh, sure. everybody yeah. like gathers and opens a trunk. I'm sure they do it everywhere. Uh, it was really cool. And my son is a crewmate, or who knows, maybe an imposter. From oh, uh, Among Us, yes. And so Among Us character with the whole hood mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. thing in a backpack, and I think it's green. Amazing, he that loves it. it. <laughs> Although he has no peripheral vision, so he kept like kind of behind him, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, like yeah. doing a full one eighty and like almost falling over, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <You> <laughs> you've
0: it was hilarious. You got to get amazing. him the one with the like heads up display or whatever, so see exactly <laughs> exactly
1: see every direction. And my eldest is um, being. A character from their favorite show on Disney called The Owl House. Oh, okay. Uh, the character's name's Luz. And uh, it's very like an 11-year-old costume. It's like uh-huh. a hoodie and some tights. And like <laughs> and they just look like they're going to school. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like, this is my costume. But this so. is a costume. But they're super stoked. Yeah, they're super stoked. And they Hell know that yeah. their friends are super stoked. That's that's their costumes. And um, it should be fun. I mean, they, they do Halloween crazy out here in this neighborhood. Like, yeah it's fucking nuts like the news comes and uh they people are like outdoing themselves like they have a contest every year and uh we don't really participate we'll put up some jack-o-lanterns and stuff in the alley but uh it's super funny to watch it progress every year Mm -hmm. and like like there's one guy and he made this dope ass like pirate ship he's been doing it for like the last five years every year it's like dope it's like better you know like and everyone's like Oh my god, it's amazing. So this year there's like four pirate ships. Like everyone has a pirate ship now. Like, oh, and I'm shit. like, "Oh, these these fucking haters, man. Like the <laughs> man had the pirate ship and now they're trying to like get up on his shit, you know?" Yeah. And uh it's and they're trying to outdo him. It's, I mean, it's insane. it's Roseville, man. People have too much time, too much money. <laughs> too much money. And like too much money and uh <laughs> just go insane and they're super competitive. But uh for us it's cool cuz we just get to see everything rad and uh you know, like experience it but uh, hell yeah yeah so it should be fun we love Halloween
0: Halloween's like, yeah. the best yeah the kids ask all year when? when is Halloween yes uh, they just love that they're really into scary shit which is cool like mm. last year Han we went to Spirit uh and we're just walking around looking at the costumes and there was this costume that was just a like skin tight black onesie head to toe with yeah. long fingers <laughs> and uh <laughs> like these red led eyes and that's what he wanted to be for halloween just like this fucking creepy demon yes did
1: you guys do it oh yeah oh yeah totally did you get it oh that's amazing totally uh, there was one of those at the trunk or tree yes last oh, night but it was like it's like like gray like look like i am legend uh oh, okay. combi. uh-huh and there's, like, a fucking four-year-old inside of it. And yeah. It was like terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazing. It's, like, look, skin tight. And they were, like, kind of chunky. I was, like, I was like, dude, this kid this is fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, so good. I love it. I yeah. love kids in the Halloween spirit. I love the ones that get super creepy. They just want to be chucky or, like, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. be covered in blood. And, totally. Um, my kids ride the line because they're, like, fandom. So generally it's, like, Harry Potter or sure, something. Sure, sure. Like, the last few years. But uh, this year's great. And then we always dress up, too. We have a few, like, uh, costumes, adult size, that we'll throw on. Oh, cool. Um, yesterday, like, we have a full bacon suit. That was me yesterday. <laughs> and then Christina was a waffle. So we, ha- I think we have a few. I think we have eggs, too, like breakfast yeah, yeah, items. Yeah. Great. Um,
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: Halloween costume for adults. Yeah. Yeah. 20 bucks at Walmart or whatever.
0: <laughs> man, we never dress up. Uh, I feel like we, oh, you gotta do we it, did, like, in the early... Early days mm-hmm. of our relationship, maybe we did, but yeah, we're a couple of fuddy duddies. We, we love that no, the kids yeah. do it, um, uh, and we're all about that, but uh, yeah, we don't We tend not to dress up ourselves.
1: Um,
0: I had grand ambition,
1: we were going to be mimes this year, we were going to get oh, mime costumes, wow. and it just didn't work out. It yeah. was like you always feel weird about like spending money on your Halloween costume when your parent. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. Like, fuck, I don't know. Like I guess I'm trying I'm not trying to spend $100 on <laughs> a wear one day, you know. <laughs> and like but it is kind of fun in yeah. the spirit for sure.
0: Yeah. Speaking of kind of scary stuff, did you watch uh, Werewolf by Night?
1: You know what? I have not and I've had multiple recommendations to watch it. Um is it a series or it's, like a movie? No, it's
0: a single like a short film, essentially. Oh, cool! It's called a Marvel oh, nice. special presentation, and uh, so yeah, it's just a a short. It's uh, just under an hour long, so it's not okay. too bad. Okay, it is really good, really, really okay. good. Okay, Nice. I definitely will check it out. Scary? A bit scary. Losses started okay. crying. Okay. Uh, <laughs> kind of at the at the climax of the show uh-huh. when, when uh-huh. shit's really hitting the fan. Uh, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she kind of lost it and had to got real. Yeah. Go, go do her own thing. And then that's okay. That's okay. It's it. From what I heard it, they were allowed to get away with, with more blood because it's black and white. Ah, like that's like a noir. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's okay. really good. I highly recommend. Um, it's on my list. I think maybe it'll be a great like Halloween thing. Totally. Totally. Halloween. It'd be, yeah. it'd be okay. great for that. And the kids would probably like it too. How old is your son? Uh my son is eight and the eldest okay. is eleven. Okay. So yeah. my son is eight as well. And he he was down. Uh when Lassa started crying, he was like trying to leave the room, but we were like, There's only like ten more minutes. Do you wanna watch just mm-hmm. the last ten mm-hmm. minutes to see how it ends? And then he ended up yeah. being being good with it because the it's you know, it's Marvel, so everything's got a happy ending. Of um, course, of course. Right. Except for uh, Infinity War, that that shit was sad. Ah, Yes, yes. I know, right? (laughs) That was
1: that was emotional. Everyone cried. I did watch uh, She Hulk all the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. um, To completion, and uh, I actually enjoyed it. I wasn't there for like the discourse of it online. I'm sure Mm -hmm. people were up in their feelings about it at different points, but I actually kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. uh, By the end, I was like, this is great. It was hilarious. It was super different. Yeah. Yeah. Different elements. I just absolutely loved about
0: it, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I thought it was very, very funny. Uh, All the like, you know, fake discourse on the show was happening in real life all over the internet the shit yeah i imagine yeah and they knew and, that's and <laughs> none of them understood that the show was making fun of them of course <laughs> <And> of course <laughs> i really enjoyed it there's a couple things i could have i honestly wanted more episodes so they could have fleshed out a couple mm. more of the characters yeah yeah uh, sure. Jamila, what's her last name yes yeah her character yeah, yeah. i thought was going to be a bigger part of the show i would have liked to see more of her character um, yes, definitely. But Titania, Titania. Yeah. Um,
1: Jamila Jamil or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but like the She-Hulk character, I, I loved, I thought she was great. She was perfect for the role and it was a mm, lot of yeah. fun. Um, I ho- I would love for them to do another season of it. I don't know if they will, but interesting. I hope they do. Um, cause I
1: thought they have a lot of places to go do. and kind of res- it lives in this like uh, Deadpool kind of world, mm-hmm. fourth wall breaking, yeah, um, funny, canny stuff. Uh, I, I all the uh, Tim Roth stuff, <laughs> like at the retreat, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah, I just loved. I thought <laughs> that I was, like, shit was hilarious. The best shit ever in the MCU. <laughs> actually, like it was some of my favorite stuff. Um, I loved all the like little side characters. I thought mm-hmm. they were all like super good. Um, the like. Stylist guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I really liked like both of her colleagues in the law firm, mm-hmm. hilarious. Um, it was just really good, and it, I can see like maybe some criticism from people that like this certain style of MCU where there's not enough action or this yeah, or that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I get that, but I just thought it was cool, mm-hmm. uh, it was fun, and I like how they're doing different things. Like, we're gonna do a funny, like dating style show yeah right, yeah yeah <laughs> or before that with uh miss marvel we're gonna do like a, a teen comedy kind of thing Teen comedy or with or a
0: like little a bit of time coming travel of age.
1: yeah 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 like ghost rider style yeah uh, i like how they're approaching it from different mm-hmm. angles and um <clears throat> yeah i for one i think it's cool because it's you have to do it you're gonna get stale if you do the same shit over and over again totally and uh I, honestly like i still haven't finished it but thor love and thunder kind of felt a little like the same samey same yeah you know? and yeah. Then so like um i need to finish it i'm gonna finish it today actually but uh i i like when they're changing it up i mm-hmm. can't do the same formulaic thing forever yeah. and ever with mcu or any of these things and uh star wars 2 you know like I've fallen off the Star Wars shows because I felt they were kind of like the same mm-hmm, every time, mm-hmm. like with Boba Fett. And like I'd start watching them and I'm like, oh, fuck, I know this. I not that I know how it's going to end, but yeah. I know the course it's going to take. and that
0: like The Boba show felt going. kind of unnecessary. Um, mm. But did you watch Obi-Wan?
1: No. no. And I still like I know that's the one I need to probably watch. But yeah. that had mixed reviews too, right? It I mean, had no, pretty they're mixed not, reviews. It's not the end all be all, but yeah. yeah.
0: I enjoyed it. I, I liked it a lot. And that one was fun, too, because Han was really into it. And so he would come watch it yeah. with us. Um, I love that. And so it was like every Wednesday. It was or Wednesday or Thursday or whenever it came on. It was, mm-hmm. it was uh, Obi-Wan night. He was really excited. That's right. Oh, uh, uh, Love and Thunder. I enjoyed Love and Thunder pretty well. Um, but it does kind of follow your typical Marvel formula, though.
1: Yeah, right, right. And it
0: feels like there's some stuff that got cut maybe for time or whatever that Mm -hmm. might have made it a slightly better movie. Um, I like Taika. I like what he does. I like Taika a lot. Um, I just wanted to be able to spend more time with Natalie Portman's character. Like, Mm, yeah, we didn't get to see her turn into Lady Thor or whatever. Right, right. Um, I got
1: that far, yeah.
0: And so you know, we didn't get enough time with that. And I would have liked to see a little more of that, but we got Absolutely. what we got. Um, you
1: know, one, one final thing that I just watched cause I actually finished it last night. Um, that I want to give a shout out to is, uh, a show on FX called the patient. Hmm.
0: I, don't, um, I haven't heard of that.
1: Steve Carell or it's on Hulu, I guess. FX mm-hmm. Hulu. Yeah. Um, and Steve Carell, obviously from the office. Yeah. Um, and, um, Dommel Gleeson, from Star Wars fame. Oh you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ex Machina, I believe a mm-hmm. bunch of the Alex Garland stuff. He's in Harry Potter mm-hmm. and his dad too is in Harry Potter. Uh, Matt, i Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but really good where Steve Carell's a therapist and takes on a new patient. I don't want to give away too much, but mm-hmm. the patient's Donald Gleason, and Donald Gleason is a serial killer. And basically, uh, Kidnaps Steve Carell and forces him to uh, give him therapy so he can cure himself of his uh, serial killer tendencies. Oh, cool. Uh, Interesting. And it's really, really good. Yeah. Little half hour vignettes mm-hmm. on Hulu and uh, like a really good, like, deep meditation on family, death, obviously, uh-huh. uh, trauma, like generational trauma. And mixed in uh, this really cool like side story about uh, Orthodox Judaism and uh, a family dynamics that revolve around when somebody in the family becomes an Orthodox religious person. Uh So it was like really beautifully done. And last night was the I watched the final episode and Mm -hmm. it was really fucking jarring (laughs) and like I can't like it's affected me. Oh no, (laughs) Um, yeah, and like but Steve Carell was just triumphant like so so good and like I think you should win an Emmy or something yeah. for it because he is uh, just wonderful I mean like when he does like serious stuff he's mm-hmm. kind of like as good as it gets yeah, I think yeah,
0: and, um, highly highly recommended sick we'll have, to, we'll have to check that out you said it's on Hulu
1: it's on Hulu FX, FX yeah, show. just okay. ended little half hour ones so I <laughs> nice. think it's like 8 or 10 so it doesn't take up too much time
0: yeah totally alright It's definitely still the same day. It has not been two weeks, two and a half weeks. Lush doesn't have a new computer that has the coolest fucking camera I've ever seen. I'm surprised it's working. It's (laughs) dude. Like you called me the other day uh, on FaceTime. You're like, I just want to make sure my FaceTime works. And I'm just like your your uh, kid was in the background, and like every time he moved around, the camera would like pan around. Dude, I know. It's, it's so, so it's so trippy.
1: It's pissing me off. Th- I have to like turn it off now whenever I'm doing anything. I'm like, this is the worst thing ever because <laughs> like it's how it, it distracts other people. Like it probably distracted you a little bit at first.
0: It's the most cinematic like it's zoom like call like I've ever been. On.
1: Christopher Nolan's like directing <laughs> my Zoom call and doing like like fancy like annoying. Like, like zooms and shit, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I'm on Zoom at work, and I'm like, oh fuck, it's like moving. I like get up, yeah, it like yeah. follows my ass. I'm <laughs> I'm like, what follows is you going it's Awful. Uh, well, is Shanta, we're gonna need you to put yeah, some ex- pants ex- on. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. Uh, no, it is funny though. This, it's like technology. They're always like adapting it to mm-hmm. whatever bullshit we're doing.
0: It's pretty cool. It is. I cool. like. No,
1: it. it is cool. I like it too.
0: I'm jealous of your new setup. Ah, uh, thank
1: you, dude. I am jealous of myself. I don't know what's going on here, but <laughs> everything worked out, and I uh, I got to do a little upgrade on my studio over the last few weeks. Hell yeah. And, uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, it was really nice, and um, dude, but I will say this, like... They're the worst, man. Apple is just the worst. They're just like so. bending is over so hard constantly in new ways. Like Yeah. yeah. You know, to Like, try this one. It took, one. You, it took you like five minutes one. to turn the click off on, on Logic. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And also so just they like changed it. they're changing everything. But also there's like they're just like changed the whole game of how we have to pay for everything. And oh, it's yeah. like it's just unreal. Like it's exorbitant. They don't care. They're like, whatever. You know, they like it, they, they're into yeah. it, they're getting money, so
0: but yeah, it's a pain. They have to make the best products. That's right, that's right. Uh, but now we're gonna talk about the dismemberment plan. Yeah, the D-plan, yeah, D-plan, right? D-plan, that's right. The plan. The plan. So, for some reason, mm. this band came back to me all of a sudden. I've been listening to them for years. Yeah. And I don't know what it was, but some for some reason, I was like, you know what? I haven't listened to the emerg- uh, to Dismemberment Plan in quite a long time. Pulled up Emergency and I was listening to it. I was like, God damn, I love this so much. In In very small, weird ways, it reminds me of Wolf Parade. Ah, yes. And I was like... I'm going to have to give this to Lush if he's never heard him before. Sure. So I texted you. I think I was driving. I was like, I need to text him now. I love that <laughs> voice. Texting I love you. that. I
1: come to your mind like that. And you do. Oh, I love that. Keep going.
0: Um, cause we, you know, we've talked about Wolf Parade a bit. Sure. We talked about Spencer and absolutely. It's just got that weird factor. They got the, the fun synths going mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, I just thought fucking let's talk about him. Sure. Cause they're great. Well, I think they're great anyway. Yeah. I don't know what you think yet. This is a band. I don't. I've been thinking about it for the last like month at this point. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. I know. I can't remember how I got into them. I never saw them live. It was probably just something that I downloaded and then eventually bought the CD and or a couple CDs. I believe at one point I had Emergency and I and I had a copy of Change. Okay. But yeah, I've just always really liked them. And it for some reason, it never clicked until this most recent time of listening to them how much synthesizer they have on their records. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty prominent, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And so it kind of like re-sparked my interest in them. I was looking up some old live footage and stuff mm, trying to yeah. see what kind of synths they were using and stuff. Definitely. Had you ever heard of the band before? Heard the name? Anything like that? You know what's really interesting
1: is like I, I've
0: definitely heard the name.
1: It's one of those bands that they have. It's kind of a, it's a long name, a little bit, and it's a pretty mm-hmm. memorable. Um, so I definitely heard the name of the band, but it's one of those bands that I just, I had never heard. And then also like, I was doing this kind of like amalgamation in my mind of like other bands. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You ever do that? Mm-hmm. We're like a band. Yeah. Their name might not even be that similar, but you'll kind of place them with other bands. Um, and I do. I, I was placing them in, I guess, in the right era and genre with like Wolf Parade, bands like that. Um, sure. And the amalgamation I was doing was uh, the Decembrists. Who's it oh, who's a fucking great? Interesting. Band. Yeah, the Decemberists. Yeah, is yeah, a fucking yeah. I love great man. And that. Uh, so at first I was like, oh fuck, is it them? And then I was like, oh yeah, this is like. And I know them pretty well. So I'm like, that wouldn't work. But then I realized yeah. it's this band. And then I realized, oh fuck, I've never heard this band. I have no yeah. Yeah. clue. This band could be like completely different um mm-hmm. than I'm thinking in my mind. And funnily enough, I I feel like after listening to the playlist, like the band was kind of like there and like, like their name took me there to where I needed to be. Sure. sure and, sure. uh, it worked out cause yeah, <laughs> they're, they're in that vein for sure. Um, you said Wolf Parade and maybe even like Decemberists or like Arcade Fire or something. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and some other bands that I'll probably bring up later that they remind me of in, in different ways with the different songs.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. The people will often get them. Not confused, but like, wait, are we talking about Dismemberment Plan or are we talking about Dillinger Escape Plan? Ah, just yeah, the plan. the plan in there and sure. the D word. Sure, sure, sure. And, yeah, yeah, that's a that different kind of yeah. thing.
1: Another great yeah. band.
0: Mm hmm. And um, then
1: you're going into like Dillinger Four. Dillinger Four. And then you're like, yep. fuck, yeah, it's just a spider web of
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Baker. Gang, gang of Four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just goes
1: on forever, man.
0: Should we just jump right into our first song? Sure, yeah, I think we could just. I don't because I've never seen them, and like I, I've never seen them. I don't know how I found them, but I love them. <laughs> right, so. right, right. We don't have, we don't have a lot <laughs> of
1: point of reference here, frame
0: of reference, get for sure. Fucking right into it. Yeah. Uh, all right, first song is called "The Face of the Earth." How you like this one? Do you remember what it sounded like? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, no, actually,
1: I listened to the playlist again a few times good, uh, good, good. in the last couple <laughs> days. And yes, I do. This one, it has a very like,
0: it has a, it's very
1: unique, this song, I feel, musically. Mm-hmm. Out of all the songs on the playlist, like this one, musically, I was, I really liked. One thing that I came across with this band almost immediately is that
0: I like their drummer a lot. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. The drummer. The drummer is wild. He's
1: super sick and like he is very unique. Like the things Mm -hmm. he does is like reminiscent a lot of maybe some other drummers, but then he just does it in this way that's really cool and unique. Mm -hmm. I found um, with this record or with this playlist. Um, And I think on this song, he really shines, especially in kind of like, the more mathy uh little bits of the song of the number mm-hmm. that are really uh I-, I found really cool. And um Yeah. Also like I think that uh the vocalist he's really like strong on this song. He has a lot of presence. He's mm-hmm. like has oomph and like he's like I don't like in the pocket. He's like really like in this song I felt especially he was just really in his comfort zone and delivering like on the vocal performance in the studio. And then just even in the song, like I felt like this was like his song, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know like the background of the song or anything, but, um,
0: it's hard to know. Like, um, he does have a very strong and unique voice. And I think that's one thing that always kind of like was a draw to this band Yeah, because in other bands that are kind of this same sound, like this, indie rock whatever kind of mm-hmm. late 90s early aughts sound i mean they are they've been around for a while before this i did not give you any like earlier stuff ah. so i i'm not as familiar yeah yeah there's just just so, but, uh, <clears throat> excuse me so many things that are unique about them like his voice is very uh kind of prominent and different the drums are just wild yeah and from what i was reading he He draws a lot of like, you know, he's got his influences in the same kind of genre, you know, taking influence from probably Fugazi and other DC (laughs) bands because they're from that area. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But he talks about how he took a lot of influence from like old soul and Mm. R&B and that kind of drove the direction of his singing. Um, So I've always really liked his voice and I've just I felt like this song was kind of a good example of it, of a good way to start the playlist with. Kind of interesting grooves and beats, um, obviously some cool synth stuff and some rad like vocal lines.
1: Yeah, and I feel like uh, this song just has like a really good mix too. Like the mm-hmm. like the sonic quality of the the record is really good on this one. Like they, yeah, everything's mixed really well. Um, and I don't know, is, I don't know if this record is it like later in their discography or is it like
0: this one's their last album so this is okay uh, two th- 2001
1: oh damn so they haven't been active for a while or actually
0: right? I shouldn't say this was their last album for a long time until they like, got the back new to together yeah In uh, 2013. Gotcha, gotcha. And like a reunion kind of record. they made, Yeah, Um, which I did give you one song. Oh, cool. That's interesting. I wonder which one that is. I'm not quite
1: sure. I didn't, as Um, you can tell, I didn't do a ton of research into uh, (laughs) (laughs) the history of this band. I'm just going off the songs you gave me. And uh, I did do a brief, like, and I I definitely, like, I appreciate and respect a lot that the whole aspect of, like, them being from like DMV area, right? They're from like Virginia, right? Yeah, D.C. Okay. area. D.C. Okay, so that whole area is like really like Maryland, D.C., Virginia. It's mm-hmm. all like so close and um, it's all kind of one DMV, they call it or whatever. Uh,
0: uh, and oh, yeah, so uh, this was produced by Jay Robbins from, um, uh, oh, my God, I had it in my head, Jawbox and Burning Airlines Oh, cool, so like cool, cool. big D.C. guy. He's yeah. Produced tons yeah, 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 tons yeah, of stuff. yeah. Uh, out of that area. And I
1: definitely like immediately there's like a DC hardcore but more like emo mm-hmm. uh, which I love. I love like that like the real fucking emo uh, Rites of Spring stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and Fugazi yeah there's definitely like the Gee gi side, Gi Pichotto side of Fugazi mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of that in this music whether it's just the direct influence of like sonically the music or just like the vocal like quality and kind of like emotion in, um, his songwriting, which is really cool. And like, fuck, I mean, what a great kind of mentorship or whatnot to have someone to follow. Right. If you're (laughs) like in like the young guys or whatever. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Must be nice. Um, Must be nice (laughs) for sure. I've got a few timestamps. Um, did you Great. end up with any timestamps on this one? Uh, not really, but I let me hear yours and
1: I can okay. definitely comment because I know the song quite sure. well now. <clears throat>
0: All right, so one minute it's got. I wanted to kind of highlight the groove of it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Those guitars are sick.
0: The guitars are really sick. The the, the beat is really interesting. And I, I love that the bass is being really simple with it. It's just like doo doo-doo, doo. Yes. Doo 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 doo. Like, yeah. Given like lots of space, lots of negative space happening with the bass line. Yeah. And the drums are just going
1: off right there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like really bringing a big, the sound is big on the drums, but also like. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot going on. It's like very technical, and and but there, there's like yeah, a sloppiness to it that's cool and like mm-hmm. live. There's like a, it's not like I don't know. You hear some of these drummers, and it's like overproduced. This has like a real quality. It's cool.
0: Yeah, it's not overdone. It's very. um I think sloppy is a good word for it. Uh, I've gotten in uh, podcast trouble for using the word sloppy before. Oh really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like for them like that. Yeah. Not drummers hate that word. (laughs) Um, but, uh, in a good way, endearing it, it, it is. It's in a very good way. It's very like, uh, a little busy maybe, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, not overdoing it. Like he knows when to over, uh, he knows when to make it busy and he knows when to kind of hold back a little bit. Um, which is a great quality, um, and hard to find when somebody
1: is really good at like embellishing their mm-hmm. shit, you know? That that they also have that
0: restraint. I think this next timestamp speaks to that a little bit. Um so this is okay. at two twenty-two here. Nice.
1: The pupils yeah. young one and she's blown from the face of the earth.
0: So like it's got that really calm part there at the end. Totally, yeah. When I put it in the episode, I'll probably space it back a little bit more. But I just like how it it it's calm there, and then the drums stop, and it kind of like lets the synth kind of ring out for a second, Mm, and then just kind of like explodes into that kind of chaotic part right there.
1: Yeah, it's great. This song has good dynamics, like Mm -hmm. like all the way through. I would say, and uh, that is a great example. And it's also like he's fucking rocking too. Like, which is not like a lot of the times these like over technical drummers won't really have that side as much where it's like Mm -hmm. really raw and kind of chaotic. And, um, this song is a good mix of kind of all those things that I think this band kind of embodies from listening to the playlist, like the chaos. And then also like some really tight, tight pieces
0: that that like those emo bands for sure. Yeah. That's the thing is like what, what, uh, during the like louder part there, he's, playing a bit more of a straightforward beat. And I think that works really well. Yeah, definitely. So one thing about this playlist that was kind of hard to make Mm. was, especially earlier on, but a little bit on the last two albums, which are the, uh, the last, I can't say the last two, (laughs) especially on change and emergency and I, there is a little bit of their weird songs. They have the very straightforward, serious songs, and then they have these really weird ass songs. Mm. And so, I asked um, Sarah, who is, is uh, Dante's girlfriend, and I know she is a fan of okay. Dismemberment Plan. And yeah. I was like, "If I do a Dismemberment Plan playlist, but I don't include a weird song, is that a bad Dismemberment Plan playlist? Because <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't listen to the earlier albums as much because they are weirder. Mm, and
1: interesting. Okay,
0: these the more recent albums. Are a lot more straightforward with some weird stuff sprinkled in, and I like that balance a lot more. Yeah, got you, got you. This part, though, the 259 is the next timestamp I was gonna play, and I feel like you get a little peek into like some of the weirdness that they can they can get to. Okay, yeah. So let's hear that a little bit.
1: Face to the earth. <laughs>
0: never really Wait. Those are really weird songs. There's nothing weird on this playlist, but I like how this part doesn't. Oh, I. Okay, I'm just going to play
1: this. Yes, no problem.
0: Okay, this you. is why I should read my note. No, 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 you're good, you're good. Um, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> what I was trying to get at by playing that part was yeah. something that is cool about this merman playing is they have those weird parts. Sometimes it's a bit much and what this is not in itself a weird part but it does not sound like the rest of the song Uh, the rest of the song is a little kooky and a little off yeah yeah. um a little angular yeah uh, yeah and then this gets is uh the chords kind of open up uh and very like it's a lot more straightforward thanks that's a good word yeah yeah definitely So anyway, that's the point I was trying to make like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think you, I think you
1: executed that point quite well. <laughs> uh, I,
0: I totally get what you mean.
1: Like they, so it's basically like they'll flip it up a lot. Like the songs yeah. will have yeah. different kind of parts going on, and um,
0: yeah, which I like. You know, not not mm-hmm. opposed to that. Yeah, no, and this was a, a an example of like a good weird kind of thing. Yeah, there's songs like uh, "I Love a Magician" that's really weird. Uh, I I had for a while uh, people that are fans of the band would know the song. Ice of Boston was on there Mm. Uh, for quite a while. That was an earlier song that I like a lot. But it's just I can't get down with the their like really odd tracks. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And I understand to like when you want to like
1: showcase a band, you got to like you Mm -hmm. got five songs to do it and you got to make them. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I feel it.
0: And yeah, and like I said earlier like I have I'm not super familiar with the first two albums. I believe there's two. Yeah. Yeah, like another example of them being kind of weird. Their first two albums. The first one is Just an Exclamation Point. Is the <laughs> title. And the second one is "Dismemberment Plant is Terrified. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I saw some. that on Wiki. Um Yeah.
1: And remind me what label they're on cuz they're on kind of a famous label, yeah. Desoto,
0: which I believe is a DC-based. Okay, um, yeah, that's right. That's right. uh, Members of Edsel owned it. Later, run by uh, Kim Coletta of Jawbox. There you go. And they were pretty
1: like loyal to this label, right? Like, I mean, yeah, they were on
0: Desoto. All their original albums—the so original one, two, three, four full lengths—and then they had like a remix album. Yeah. We're all on DeSoto. And then their comeback album was on uh, Partisan uh, okay. Records. Yeah, uh, But yeah, they were on DeSoto the whole time. I don't think, I feel like DeSoto's not around anymore.
1: I like that like loyalty though and like yeah, yeah. sticking with it when they probably like could have ridden that wave and got a major mm-hmm. label thing. I think they even did so, at some point. I was reading. Uh, the, or yeah, they, they did some on, or something like that.
0: like they recorded for the major, but then it ended up not coming out. That's what it was, um, yeah. And it got, I can't remember which album it was, but yeah, there was, um, it was, they were kind of around or getting bigger, I guess, in that time where rock music was becoming less popular. Yeah, definitely. You know, late nineties, early aughts. Yeah. Like pop, you didn't have, you know, uh, the big boom that you had in the early and mid nineties rock bands. It wasn't until a little later when, you know, emo, that other kind of emo started getting bigger and more popular.
1: Sure. But I mean, if bands like, uh, Wolf Parade and mm-hmm. Arcade Fire or their peers, then like, that's gotta be tough too. Cause those bands were like, in like, you know, all these comer- Nissan commercials or this and that, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like it's gotta yeah. be, and I'm sure this man probably like had a song or two on a placement, you know, like, yeah, they rode definitely the could wave have in that era. Yeah. Um, interesting.
0: But anyway, uh, I've always really liked that song. It also has a really great intro. I didn't really talk about that much. It, everyone has already heard it if you're listening to the episode. Kind of the majority of the songs that I gave you have really great intros. Yeah, that's definitely a quality from them, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. I, I always love like a really long intro <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. that just really showcases the band for a while, you know, before Absolutely. it actually gets, gets to yes. the, the meat of
1: it. This song for me too like I really like the kind of like verse melody mm-hmm. um yeah where it's like kind of like he's kind of like shrieking and then it's kind of fast you know mm-hmm. uh, I thought that was I I thought like out of all the melodies in this playlist like that was one of my favorites I really liked it's a yeah. good showcase of him and it's like the lyrics are really good Obviously, to this song, like automatically you're seeing like, hey, this guy is a good uh, lyricist and songwriter Mm -hmm. and he's like approaching it in a cool, fun way. That's not straightforward, but also like it's a bit uh, challenging, you know, like there's some like it's not a straightforward kind of lyrical thing going on here. Mm -hmm. Um, And this song definitely showcases that. And it's yeah, there's a lot of depth to it. Definitely. Lyrically, I can you know, you can kind of take your own surmise what you want out of lyrics I suppose but like from what I could take out of it I'm like oh this is this is good shit it makes you think it's like yeah yeah you know um, it, it's high quality as far as the lyrical content I thought and this song great
0: showcase for that totally totally all right are you ready for track two yeah let's do it let's do it next song is I might say this about every song <laughs> one of my favorite dismemberment plan songs the city of their, kind of their, I think, most popular album, their peak album, Emergency and I from 99. Yeah. It's fucking great. I There's the line in there, Since You've Been Gone, and it makes me wonder if, who, who did the song Since You've Been Gone?
1: <laughs> Kelly Clarkson.
0: <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Was she yeah, a fan of, of The Plan? You know? I always think that, too. I always
1: think that, too, when I hear that. <laughs> And it's kind to of delivered in the same like cadence in a way.
0: It has a very similar delivery, <laughs> which came first. Hold up. <laughs> this is ninety nine Let's see. let's see when Kelly yeah because Kelly
1: Clarkson. I don't know. Hmm. that happens with songs. who knows? you know Ring, you oh, hear something Oh, I think it's probably you.
0: Uh, it's
1: like the one after she won American Idol, yeah, right.
0: Is it not called "Since You've Been Gone"? <laughs> You're letting me just. I'm just gonna look at. It, it, yeah, it has to be. It has to be. Oh, it's "Since You," the letter "U." Two thousand three. She ripped them off. She ripped them off. She heard this song.
1: <laughs> she was really like the kind of person too that would be like angsty listening <laughs> to fucking dismemberment plan nobody's heard of DeSoto records <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh and then she probably like trip. I want you know you never know with these things there could be a backstory there could be a, a catch yep, yep. that happened at one point. <laughs> there
0: could be yeah you never know they
1: keep it real quiet <laughs> they keep it real NDAs keep it quiet I don't really want to talk about this you know um, interesting no this one hey this is a banger this is like I would assume probably like they're uh, kind their like song right like
0: this is it's like, cool one off. of them yeah. i mean they have they have a quite a few that's like oh my god they're playing that song yeah you know? yeah, yeah yeah i could imagine and the city that. is definitely one of them
1: uh i say that because this one was on uh it's so funny because like you gave me the playlist mm-hmm. I, I think i listened to the first song and then i hadn't listened to the song yet and i was sitting in front of my kid's middle school to pick up my kid and uh it came on the radio and I was listening to it like, Oh shit. And then I really liked it. And then I asked my son, I was like, cause he was waiting with me and I'm like, do you like mm-hmm. this song? And he was like, <laughs> I, I really do. And I'm like, Oh, I'm doing a podcast about this band. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. Let me see if this is on the playlist, you know. And boom, I went to it, it as a second No song. shit. Yeah, it was the one I hadn't listened to yet, and I was like,
0: "Oh shit!" And Whoa. That was like that's hilarious. Man. Yeah, and it
1: was like weird, like kind of. Is like, like it like a serious
0: radio kind of thing or?
1: Serious XM uh, oh, okay. thirty five XMU like college radio. Kinda. Oh that's okay. What, like okay. the basis, is. so it's like indie rock. Really good channel, and actually nice. like. I've heard a lot of the bands that I know from there, mm-hmm. you know, like I wouldn't know That's them cool. until, unless I'd heard them there. And I mean, I couldn't name off a million bands I listened to <laughs> first there. Uh, but yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is great, man. And this song is like, it's a really cool feel to it, a really cool bounce, mm-hmm. like to the cadence and like the tempo's high and um, which I always like. But there's also yeah. like, uh, there's a lot of emotion in the song. It's like, it's not like yeah. just some happy song. It's like, Uh, There's a lot of like, yeah, again, like emotional depth to the lyrics and to like the melody and stuff in the song, I thought.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's always kind of like uh, struck me because it's such like a, there's like a longing to it. You know, someone has has left the city that you live in and, you know, it's about missing someone and whatnot. Yeah. Um, So it's always kind of uh, struck a chord with me, especially when I was first listening to this. I was in the, you know, those peak emotional years as a you know 20 something year old yeah yeah of course you know and that's that's the kind of shit that you eat up at that age or at least i ate up at that age oh
1: yeah of course 100 um and it's like just delivered really well and it's really like it's really um relatable content mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. you said like it's the kind of thing it's kind of lyric where like everybody can kind of get on board with it automatically, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's a great, great lyric, great song. This one was absolutely, like, of all the songs on the playlist, this was a top, top-notch one for me, 100%. Um, Sick. I loved it, yeah, I loved That's
0: it. It's so funny that it came on. <laughs>
1: I know, which is really cool, because, like, it's it's a great song, and you can tell, like, this station, it's definitely, like, you can tell, like, just the fact that they're playing this song probably meant it had like, a little traction, you know? And it was probably, mm-hmm. like... On Their playlist at some point, you know. Um,
0: that's tight, yeah. I'm gonna have to next time, I, uh, every time I borrow my mom's car because they're yes. serious in their car, the only one I re- always remember is the like grunge station.
1: Oh, uh, lithium,
0: lithium, yeah. yeah. I find that time. one, it's like the Nirvana I, station, yeah, there, yeah. yeah. I don't also, know what, el- what else is there.
1: Oh, it's great, yeah. Then and that's 34, so this is the next one, 35.
0: Oh, I could have gone one more, just like a you month. Were right ago. I there, was, yeah. I was in that car. No, XMU's <laughs>
1: great. I mean, I we could yeah do like a whole segment, even like just all the bands I like that I've listened to from there. But also like they do another thing called XMU Old School, that's really cool. And uh, they, this, cool. this this you know what this band might have been on the XMU Old School, it might have been because it's school like one. the two thousands. I think it's like two thousand one to two thousand eleven qualifies. okay, okay, um, or something like that. Maybe ninety nine, yeah.
0: I just had to go one more channel when they put on that one more chili pepper song that I didn't want to hear. Yeah, (laughs)
1: exactly, exactly. When it's Imagine Dragons deep cut or something. (laughs) Yeah, Um, deep cuts. It's crazy because like that channel thirty four, the lithium one, I listen to that a lot too because my kids like grunge and shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, sometimes they'll play like a deep cut, and I'll be like, "Holy shit! I've never really heard this. I've never heard this Nirvana song or this." Hell yeah this like weird like meat puppet song or something yeah, you know? Yeah, and yeah. i'm like oh this is great yeah there's a lot of gems on satellite radio i love mm-hmm. it i mean i recently um put the bluetooth back in my car where i can listen to like apple music sure and i'm like i keep missing i love the radio i love um <laughs> when you don't know what's coming on next you know yeah yeah so i like to shuffle if anything on apple even but mm-hmm. i like it when it's really like I don't know, just more curated and like, you know, set to certain genres. Like, yeah, something about that. So maybe because that's like how we grew up. Yeah, that
0: could have something to do with it for sure.
1: Listen to the radio in the car and that's how, or like MTV, you don't ever know what video is going to be on, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's how we consumed Mm -hmm. stuff back then. So that's what I love most. I don't like when I know exactly what's coming.
0: (laughs) It like irritates me. <laughs> interesting <Okay>. yeah <laughs> and at yeah. least with serious you, you don't end up with the commercials and stuff you don't have the commercials
1: great. Yeah. yeah so but yeah right. the city man great song uh very uh yeah let's do some timestamps. yeah setup. i got a yeah. few
0: here awesome. 24 seconds we've got another great groove and some really rad synth coming in I mean we're not quite there with a the break beat but i feel like we're almost to like yes to some sort of break beat kind of thing going on it, it's a really yeah it's
1: in an interesting tempo where it's like not yeah it's like from break but it's almost house it's like 100 mm-hmm. yeah oh totally 105 like it's not quite to that like which is like almost like a disco feel yeah mm-hmm. which is because like,
0: i yeah. mean there's there's such a simple way you could play Drums on that, you know, yeah,
1: absolutely,
0: but I just love that he takes it up like three, four, five notches beyond what uh a hundred percent, yeah you'd think to play
1: and um, that the synth is really shining in that part, whatever that bass is sounds like a moog or something, and it's yeah,
0: just- that synth line is so fucking it just it gets stuck in your head, and it's hard not to like mouth along to it, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: And like that Moog, like sound of like, mm-hmm. um, just that sound is very like bassy, like, m- thick, mono thick, bass- yeah. Song, yeah. It's really thick and like subby, but in a good way where it's still mm-hmm. bright. It's still bright. It's like thick and bright. Um, classic for like indie rock bands, mm-hmm. really utilizing that sound, like whether it was on like a, uh, microchord or whatever they play Mm -hmm. whatever they're playing they're probably probably playing like a real moke, honestly Um,
0: they might be at least on the 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 recording um the videos i saw they had like a a pretty big like almost electric piano size kind of thing oh really on this one um on a bunch of the old oh like on the live stuff yeah yeah old live footage yeah um so maybe that's just what they took on tour i'm sure in the in the studio they really pulled out all the stops oh absolutely
1: Okay, so I will say this, and I don't Mm want to, you know, I hate being, I'm a, I try to be a very positive person, and I don't don't like to be like Dirty Downer. (laughs) But, you know, it's like for me, like I like this band, but there's also like, there's some stuff that I don't like, don't really speak to me about this Mm -hmm. band, you know, to Mm -hmm. be honest with you completely. And I think this song, even though it's a really great song, it like, it starts to creep in a little bit here. Um, and I, I have a little issue with the band and I feel like sometimes, um, sometimes the guitar work leaves a little to be desired for me hmm. okay. with okay. like the rhythm aspect or let me put it like this. They have two guitars, right? Obviously. I mean, I don't know if the singer mm. plays guitar or sometimes if they have two. Okay. And like, but generally on the recordings, there's like two yeah, kind of rhythm it like two. Mm-hmm. things going on. And I just feel like sometimes the two rhythm parts are similar Mm -hmm. and like competing. So maybe they tracked them like that. Maybe it's an engineer thing like, hey, let's track this on the Les Paul and let's track this on the telly or let's Mm -hmm. track this through the fucking orange or whatever, you know, like the engineer engineers producers love to do shit like that. (laughs) Um, And sometimes it works really well. But I think sometimes with some of the guitar parts and this song has it a little bit where they're just a little like too mid rangey for me, where it's a little hmm, muddy. Okay. And then, but the but the saving grace is always the synth. Like they bring in the synth in a cool way to kind of be the lead. And so I think that that's what they're trying to accomplish is like make the two guitars more like a dueling kind of rhythm sound, mm-hmm. um, and then have the synth kind of be like the lead guitar sound in a way, right? Yeah, like, yeah. That's what I'm getting from it, um, and that works for me. But yeah. I do think sometimes. Cause I look at everything from like that mind of like, a, and so maybe I overanalyze music sometimes, you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, for me, that's part of the fun. is like, mm-hmm. what's not working in the song too sometimes, you know, yeah. like what could be better, you know? And uh, that is one thing that I found in a few of the songs on the list, I was like, yo, the guitars are a little muddy and like, yeah. Uh, competing weirdly um, within the same kind of register weirdly for me.
0: No, I know what you mean for sure. Uh, it almost feels like when something else is really shining in the song, the guitars almost feel like an afterthought, mm. a little bit. Yeah, and I feel like yeah. in on this uh, intro, I mean, we were at twenty four seconds in that in that part. Yeah, it's really a a drum bass totally part, totally you know yeah. yeah. And there'll be a little bit. I think the guitar is just like kind of strumming one chord, right kind of thing when that's going on. Um, and then every once in a while, there'll be a part where the guitar, you know, they uh, really stands out. Yeah, a yeah. Few measures. Um, sure, definitely. But yeah, I, I definitely get what you're uh, saying with
1: um, that. So how many people are officially in the band? Like, what is it? Four. Or does it change, or is it four? Okay. I think
0: it's it's strictly four. Let me see what Disco So like the guitarist here. and then yeah, the lead guitarist, bassist, drums. There's guitar... Well, there's bass drums, and then the singer will play keys like a synth. Ah,
1: got you. That's kind of him on synth.
0: Or he will do um, keys or guitar. Uh-huh. And then the, the, they have another guy that does synth and guitar. Ah, uh, yeah.
1: Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, I, I get it. Or maybe it. it's um, the bass player, but anyway, but yeah. But so in the studio, they're kind of all contributing and doing different I, things. I believe so, yeah. yeah. That would make sense, yeah. yeah. And, you know, not a huge complaint, not like a huge like, oh, mm-hmm. it like kills it for me. But sometimes, yeah, I have a tendency to like just listen to all the parts. And as a this, guitar player, it's something I do maybe mm-hmm. a little too much, but yeah.
0: Especially when you're like... uh doing stuff for the, the podcast too or at least when i'm sitting down to take notes i kind of overthink things you and it's like yeah if i wasn't thinking about this i would not have a problem with it but now i'm thinking exactly, about it exactly Exactly. <laughs> yeah no definitely mm-hmm. definitely yeah that comes up every few episodes or so i'm like <laughs> i never noticed this until i sat down to take notes and uh, now exactly. i can't un- i can't not can't hear it <laughs> can't
1: unsee it yeah exactly
0: Let's listen to our uh, Kelly Clarkson part here. So I'm not unsympathetic. I see why you left. There's no one to know. There's nothing to do. The city has been dead
1: since you've been gone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like it. The, the synth is really what shines on this song. Sure. Absolutely. Like the, the guitar is not doing a ton. But I just like the build of that part. Yeah, His voice gets a little more, um, there's a little more urgency behind his voice with each line. Yes, yes. And then the Since You've Been Gone part. Great lyrics, yeah. Really, really great lyrics. I fucking love it. And it's so, like, I just have so many memories of, like, driving around in my little Honda Civic uh, around Sacramento. And then when I lived in Santa Barbara, I was, like, driving around Santa Barbara just, like, screeching these (laughs) lyrics
1: i love that that's always a great memory um yeah and i think like this definitely like you know i remember recording once and i might have talked about this before but the engineer was like oh that take was really good it had a lot of character Mm
0: -hmm. oh yeah 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 that
1: always like stuck with me like interestingly Mm -hmm. like and then Mm -hmm. so i listened to like uh songs a lot and I think about that like what he said. It's a weird it's like a weird throwaway thing. I didn't even like the engineer guy. He was annoying. But like <laughs> that line that one like thing kind stuck with me. <laughs> and uh I always think about it. And like this is a great vocal take. Mm-hmm. Like he fucking crushes it. There's a lot of character and like I think you said urgency in his mm-hmm. voice and delivery. It kind of wavers at points. And then it gives it that like emotion that's really cool and really like heartfelt and uh, it definitely like emo is like one of those things like noir like it's like super fucking hard to define you like, don't <laughs> even try you know? yeah, yeah if yeah. you get into like you get in an argument with some nerd about it you know but this is like emo to me you know mm-hmm. like this is fucking like legit like what emo is about kind of the sound and this song i think yeah really encapsulates a kind of like post-rock emo that like yeah, yeah before yeah. the weird fucking weird i don't know i'm sorry this i shouldn't is be- say that but like before, before the like, weird
0: hair swoopy yeah and just like the way
1: happened. the sound got mm-hmm. like uh like trivialized and kind of like made into a meme before like mm-hmm. being made into a meme was a thing <laughs> before,
0: <laughs> before emo really, really went pop, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um, cause I mean you had bands like contemporary bands like saves a day or get up kids and mm-hmm. things like mm-hmm. that. Um, fallout boy that, to a degree yeah. or fallout boy. Yeah. yeah. That came yeah. a little, a little bit later, but not, not yeah. much, um, that we're leaning on that pop stuff. And that's, I mean, I ate that shit up in 1999 yeah and sure the, today too <laughs> uh but these guys like took took the emo thing um but applied it to something that was honestly a little more dc uh yeah yeah uh, it's got more of like like you said post rock or, or um uh, like a post hardcore thing yeah, like, yeah
1: post whatever post everything yeah, really yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, totally totally yeah like refused is a band that would yeah, come to sure, sure. that might like be in the same like vein in a way mm-hmm. yeah
0: totally totally um, and I got one more on this that okay. build toward the end ah uh, yeah. It's a great like just that last build on the bridge before that. I was thinking yeah. about maybe playing a little of the bridge too, but everyone just go listen to the fucking song <laughs> <laughs> for sure. It just kind of like builds up, and then I I just I've always loved that he repeats that the word goodbye, and he carries it after it uh, the yeah the build up. You know, totally so fun, such a like a uh, a standout like emotional part of the song. Yeah
1: and it's a very sing along y like you say mm-hmm. can, now now i can only see you like young uh, <laughs> yeah you know uh, young danny in a little in, S, in isla vista <laughs> like what kind of car are you driving can i Ivy. i like
0: i had a white honda civic uh, lx
1: White Honda Civic in the Trader Joe's parking lot, all the windows <laughs> down, blaring this song. Hell yeah! Hopefully, yeah. see some cutie in front of the Trader <laughs> Joe's and look cool that likes this <laughs> <laughs> Oh
0: my god, that's right. You describe me to a T. Yeah,
1: <laughs> your IB days. <laughs> I, I be damn much there. No, I don't, I don't. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> I always think about it when I think of BC. You didn't go to UC Santa Barbara. No, I didn't. Oh, I went okay, to yeah.
0: Brooks Institute okay. of Photography. Oh, nice. A school that is uh, now gone, defunct. turned turned into a, <laughs> a for profit school. Like, oh, sure, sure, yeah. Photography fucked everybody over. Yeah, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you probably le- like
1: you probably learned like the real shit there no
0: i hated it man really i hated it i was yeah. there for a little over a year okay okay just it, it was working. it was soul crushing ah uh, i made yeah. some good friends like my friend eric who i do the podcast with that's where i met him oh nice nice and yeah that place was just soul crushing so i did not have fun and uh-huh. i don't like santa barbara Oh yeah, you fuck them. <laughs> Santa Barbara—it's it, uh, a bunch of uh, rich fucking white people. Uh, yeah, I'm not oh. gonna say too
1: much, but I agree 100. <laughs> percent Yeah, they're like they're Republicans basically. It's yes, yes, yeah,
0: lots and of them. Wolves
1: and sheepskin.
0: Yeah. But anyway, anyways, <laughs> let's, let's let's talk about time bomb. <laughs> not the rancid song. I know. I
1: yeah. was gonna say shit. <laughs>
0: Is back. We're back to the album Change in 2001. Their quote-unquote last album, but not really. The song is uh, a bit of a change-up. It's very somber. It feels very somber to me.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I felt the same way with this one, for sure.
0: Um, how do you like this one kind of overall?
1: I like this one a lot, actually. This one is... It was interesting to me, and I think this is the first one that started to have like their uh, electronic influence kind of come out a little bit mm-hmm. more um, mm-hmm. in some of the parts, and even just like the strange timings, um, yeah. which I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed this one. Um, yeah, absolutely, this is a good one.
0: Sweet, let's listen to some parts. Hi, oh, hi, hello. I didn't see <laughs> cameras. See. The cameras <laughs> moving.
1: See, <laughs> got me. I was
0: betrayed. Uh, all right, let's do some synthy stuff here at 30 yeah. seconds. Really fucking rad synth lead, yeah, that is a great
1: synth part, and also <laughs> like. Drums are great on this song. Mm-hmm. Drums go insane. Like he's really flexing on this one. Yeah, on yeah. a few different parts. Yeah,
0: I like. It. I just like how like crashy and splashy that that drum. Yeah, too. yeah.
1: He's so good on the cymbals. He's like really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, good ability on the cymbals. Yeah.
0: Just I am such a sucker for messing around on the hi hat.
1: (laughs) Ah, and he's going just crazy, like jazz style. Yeah. But just going nuts. This is is the song.
0: Opening and closing, like just all over the place with it.
1: Yeah. And again, the mix is really good on this. Like the cymbals, Mm -hmm. like the drums are just recorded and mixed like really well. And like in the entirety, the sum of the song is mixed Mm -hmm. just fantastic.
0: Hell yeah. And let's see, I've got I think I just have one more on this. Yeah, 106. Oh,
1: nice.
0: So you got that same drum beat, but you have that like almost theremin, like eerie synthesizer going on. It's really fucking rad. Um, just kind of adds to like that somber thing that I was mentioning I don't know it has a very like kind of like uh depressing tone to it. Absolutely, yeah. And you know this song also was very like
1: DC to me. It had mm-hmm. that like Fugazi sound a lot. Like this is the one song I definitely was like could see the Fugazi influence oh, really sure, strongly sure. and also felt like yeah, I mean I thought this song for me was one of their strongest as far as in my opinion, mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm.
0: with that kind of like DC hardcore
1: sound, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. I guess that's all I have on this one. I mean, there's more to the song, but it is kind of just the same parts kind of over and over again. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's definitely worth uh, checking out though. Folks listen to the whole damn thing. Yeah. You got to listen the whole entire thing for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our fourth song off of their Reunion album that I didn't listen to very much. It's called Invisible. Waiting around for the 7 Express New York was a bet, Queens was a guess the intro was, of this one is interesting. Sound. It almost reminds me of a Bjork song for like a few seconds. Mm, okay. It's got like a vespertine feel to me. I know I know you you have really only know that yeah. those few songs, but no, 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 <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. I love that.
1: Uh, yeah, it's definitely got that sampled like kind of like not off-time but a little like different the feel yeah, to it. Yeah. Yeah, there's like
0: a jilt to it. <laughs> totally. Totally.
1: Yeah. I hear that
0: for sure. So yeah, they, they came back after a long period of time, put out an album, uh, played some shows, you know, did the whole, whole thing. Um, yeah, I bought the album, but I didn't listen to it very much. Um, and so when I was making the playlist, I was like, Oh, I should revisit this one. It's a good album. Lyrically, it's not as strong, but I liked some of the, some of the word choices on this one, especially the first verse. So I I decided I wanted Mm. to include it. How would you feel about this one? Did, did it feel different at all or you feel okay?
1: I really like this one. Cool. I thought this one was really solid like um the sample feel gave it really like a modern feel oh, sure. I thought, which I really liked. Um and it just has like an interesting groove and an interesting like tempo. Mm-hmm. Um I think songs like this where the tempo's like this and like kind of hard to catch at times like can be difficult, but they did a really good job of like blending. Mm-hmm. The drums over it really well to kind of catch the rhythm and kind of like yeah no I I really like this one not all of them this was one of my top sick
0: ones. hell yeah um yeah yeah this first verse though I'm gonna play at 15 seconds um, I just really like the the word choices I don't know why something about it <laughs> Express New York was a bet Queens was a guess
1: I thought I'd be working in Midtown a winner. And now I'm biting my nails and I'm calling it dinner. Southern man is living city life. Lodge just disappeared. That was a lot of drop the drop
0: there right at the end too. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. That's a great drop. And it's like very like hip hop. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. On that one. Yeah, it's it's great. I love that
0: one. Yeah, I think in this one and yeah. and maybe even the next song, you can kind of get a glimpse of his like hip hop influence for sure. And then I didn't really have much to say about this one, Um, 138, I just wanted to kind of like highlight the chorus, it was a pretty decent chorus, it's catchy. basic but um and i feel like even the, yeah. the drums are a little held back there too right Right. but i i, I think that um that kind of a uh, little more basic songwriting and stuff and structure to the song i think is is kind of nice at times so
1: yeah definitely this one i i was really like it it this is the kind of song where it like kind of shows that they have a lot of range and can do a bunch of different things kind of in a way mm-hmm. you know like because mm-hmm. it it definitely has that more like modern, almost like, like Bjork, like you sure. said, like that kind of sound. And then there's still like a big pop influence, like to the lyrics and the melodies. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's doing things that are catchy and poppy and can definitely like stick out to an audience yeah. and sing, sing along in a
0: way. You yeah, know? absolutely. That's, I mean, that's it. Like I said, I didn't have much to say about this one cause I have, I don't have as much history with it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. So, um, are you good? Are you good on this one? You want to? Yeah, I'm good on this one. We can go. Okay. We can move on to the next one. Hell then, yeah! This this is my favorite song by them. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. You are invited.
1: it in the mail one morning there was no return address just my name in gold leaf on the front
0: from the moment i heard the song i absolutely loved it it's it's a little weird it was almost like it was like uh immediately on the playlist but it was almost like do i take this song off is this song a little too Ah, a little too different is it too much right 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 because it's got that that real basic just like 808 drum drum machine right right throughout the whole thing but the sentiment of the song it just speaks to like my issues with like mental health and Mm. you know f- uh feeling unwanted or just n- not needed yeah and things like that yeah in yeah, places. yeah yeah and totally i have just totally hearing these lyrics for the first time i was like oh my god <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's rad
0: it's, uh, it's too many lyrics to get as a tattoo but it, i totally would
1: <laughs> you should you should just do the entire song like cover <laughs> your entire back in every <laughs> lyric like in like 14 points <laughs> Roman oh hell
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) that'd be rad I'd guess Um, on that anyway this is the the one I feel like might be the most contentious but what'd you think of of this track you know what
1: this one okay at first like I liked it then I went through this phase of like I don't like this Mm -hmm. song like it's irritating me like (laughs) the storytelling is not like hitting for me Uh and then like I kind of like tonight like when I was listening on the drive home like I got it. It like made sense uh-huh. to me and I saw like what he was saying and how the simplicity of it in the lyrics in a way, like he's telling this like weird complex story. So he's got to tell it like simply almost, uh-huh. you know, that's all, that's what I got from it. Um, I, yeah. And then I ended up just really liking it and being like, yeah, this is the jam. You know? Sweet, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, but it is, it is kind of hard because it's, I think that applies to the music too. It's so simple that it kind of like, It just, you you like fall, you know, it's simple to like get lulled into like complacency, I guess with that. Uh Uh I see him back there. Dancing. (laughs)
0: Dancing, yeah. He's he's hearing the song in his head. (laughs) Okay, let's hear a little bit of the song. I'm going to skip all the way to 103 um, because that's where it gets, it gets that weird, like unsettling sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's hear a bit of that. I didn't
1: think much about it. It seemed like a really
0: dumb joke.
1: Mm, I love that. And, that
0: when that drum comes yeah, in, it's so good. It's just yeah. I, don't, I like that it's just the beat. It's just the beat. Mm, yes. And then it uh starts doing that and it like adds to it a little bit and the, he's not singing he's not rapping he's just sure. kind of like talking yeah. You know? yeah 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 totally totally i don't know, i really i really love it and it's kind of uh, it gets more and more unsettling as it goes mm, until it yeah, gets to the yeah, big yeah, yeah, chorus yeah. definitely you know? definitely it starts to get like a weird noise in the background and then it jumps into the big chorus place there
1: were smiles all up and down
0: So yeah, it gets that weird noise I just like that it keeps Yeah, it's like a sample That keeps
1: evolving totally. Evolving, yeah. yeah I didn't even notice that I honestly didn't notice that little sample Until you just play that And I'm like, yeah, that is cool It's like a People talking People or talking like or pitched It's, it's up almost like hard. a yeah. Like a horn Or something like that Yeah, yeah, yeah Maybe like a horn Like pitched up all the Yeah, totally. yeah
0: And then the big chorus uh, we'll, we'll listen to real quick <laughs> looked at The, the transition to, to acoustic drums is very subtle, too. Yeah. Which is cool, because uh, it's blended together yeah, really, totally. really well. Yeah,
1: totally. Really well, which is hard to do on stuff like mm-hmm. this. But they do a really good job of not overpowering each other, absolutely. Yeah.
0: And I just love the, the explosion into that chorus.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, totally. And
0: the words are so, like, journal entry. You are... You are invited for all time. You are so needed by by everyone yeah. to do everything. Like, yeah, I love but that. It just speaks to that like sad little twenty one year old in me. You know, it's just, mm, totally, totally every time I hear it, I I'm just that. like, the voice yeah. starts to crack. You know, oh <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it's like it's like anxiety and depression, anxiety, the song, depression. Totally. Yeah, yeah, and feeling social, was, social mm-hmm. like inadequacy and uh just feeling awkward yeah socially. yeah yeah
0: absolutely but i really love it apparently i was reading um one or two of the members uh didn't want to put it on the album because it was too sentimental oh interesting <laughs> ah interesting but, uh, they whoever voted for it you know they won and got it on the record but yeah, I'm glad you like that one. I'm glad you came back around. Yeah, I did.
1: That, I had it. I had to come back around, yeah. but I did in the end. I Sick. did, and
0: it worked out good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want to? Uh, what do you? Do you have some final thoughts? Want to give them a rating? So on and so forth. Yeah.
1: How do you do the rating? Out of five, out of ten. I guess five. five yeah,
0: yeah. Of five songs.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them a three and a half. Three I hope half? that's okay. not being like too rude but no I, no in the end like there was a lot i liked about this band there was some that just wasn't speaking to me sure. about the band you <laughs> know but i didn't but it was a, it was interesting and it like was enriching i thought yeah it was yeah, cool yeah. like it was just something different and it's always fun to find a band that you've never heard mm-hmm. and then kind of like make your own opinion and so yeah I, if anything i would say
0: I feel it's incomplete. Like I need to hear more. Sure, you know? sure. And I guess that's the point of what you're doing. So, if you if you were to pick them up, like you know, you're driving and you decide you want to listen to it, check out Emergency and I. That's like okay, the yeah. Album. That's what it's
1: seeing. That's the one. Yeah. Um, the yeah.
0: the opening track was the opening track to this playlist for a while. Nice. Oh, um, awesome. It's it's a great fucking record, and but yeah, I'm, I'm glad you liked it well enough. You yeah. Know? Um, absolutely no 3.5 is is okay cool perfect I'll take it perfect yeah (laughs) awesome awesome great great yeah that's like yeah good uh well, thanks so much for doing this two-and-a-half-week podcast with me. <laughs>
1: yeah, thank you. And I'm so sorry no, dude, we've run into so many difficulties along the way. I
0: canceled so just as many ways. times as you did. <laughs>
1: no, no worries. Yeah, and always. Whatever it takes, man, to get it done, I'm here for you, bro.
0: I'm really looking forward to the Drake playlist, and so is so is yes. Amanda. So. Oh,
1: great. I'm going to put. It, I'm gonna start putting it there. Yeah, uh, they yeah. got the new one, the 21 Savage one, which I would do. Oh, I've heard We shit. could do a, could do a 21 Savage uh, playlist. Sure, we could. I, love, I Absolutely absolutely love 21 savage so now like yeah, yeah i gotta add these Drake 21 savage songs to it anything so. you
0: want i'm down
1: awesome okay i'm putting it together i'm working on it sick
0: thanks so much for coming back Lush. Awesome.
1: thank you man bye thank everybody. you so much thank you dante thanks listeners thank you <laughs> yeah thanks
0: dante for nothing